eight, seven, six, five, four, three. This, this is Dallas this Cowboys Crosstalk. Crosstalk. Check this out. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by A Number One Air, the official HVAC and electric partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com. Make your crypto play today. The National Medal of Honor Museum. Join the mission at mohmuseum.org. Buffalo Wild Wings. And by SWBC Mortgage. Customized solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit SWBC.com. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star, it is Cowboys Crosstalk. I'm Chris Arnold from 1053 The Fan, along with the three-time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton. What's and up? our special Woo! guest this Wednesday evening, we got former Cowboys linebacker, great, and assistant coach, great, <laughs> And proud owner of a Chick-fil-A franchise in Fort Worth. That wins in the house. That, that yes wins, sir. baby. Yes, sir. As long as well as my buddy Eric Chiafalato from 105 Feet of Fan and the G-Bag Nation. For the guys who just got out there, G-Bag Nation, Chiafalo made it. Hey, G, he's, he spelled your name wrong. I had to go back and I was getting ready to tweet this exes thing. Oh, yeah, out. social media. I said, this this how you trail? You threw an R in there. Oh, yeah. Spell check. Yeah. No, no, the autocorrect got it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> telling you. Tell everybody how you spell your last name. C H I O F A L O. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, I don't sir. know if I spelled it right, but I <laughs> did better than Sherelle. Hey, Nate Newton can spell my name however he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. We are so glad all of y'all are joining us because the Cowboys are fresh off another. This is the 15th straight home victory. This time over the Philadelphia Eagles, who had won 10 games, and now all the haters out there said the Cowboys never beat, never beat nobody. You can now say they have beaten someone. I want first thought impressions. That win, what are your impressions of the Cowboys' big win over the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, that was just a dominant game, and the game was just started from the get-go. Uh, even though we get them down first drive, went down to score the game, set the tone, and then obviously go down and start, force that fumble. And that was huge two-possession in the game, and, and from then on, it just, man, just when you start making plays, you took the confidence, you took everything out of them. And that was a dominant game. This might be the best game I've seen them play in the last couple of years. Look out, look out. It was a very dominant performance. Cowboys won by 20 points, and they became the first team in NFL history to score at least 30 points in each of their first home games. Mm. That's how dominant it was. Nate, your impressions over that Cowboys big win over Philadelphia? Y'all cover your ears. How about them boys? <laughs> That's all I got to say, baby. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Gee, what you think of Gio Hey, I loved it, man. I loved it. The defense, I was a little bit concerned after that Seattle game, but mm -hmm. they came out, they played hard, and Dan Quinn had a great plan, blitzing on those third and fourth down. Jalen Hurts didn't know what to do in those situations. And then, of course, they were opportunistic, as they always are under Dan Quinn. The offense, you meant uh, setting the tone. Setting the tone yeah. that first drive, and you saw all the elements of what Mike McCarthy is introducing to this offense, throwing on early downs, all the motion, uh, play-action pass, and then you mix in a little Turpin with that speed, C.D. Lamb, as Dak does the little, uh, you know, playing off script a little bit. Lamb's open, <laughs> touchdown, let's, let's Woo, party. Let's just party. like that, just like that. that. You know what? I saw this on social media. I had to fall out laughing because it's a true fact. Somebody put it on social media, do you realize the Cowboys have not lost a game since Jimmy Johnson got announced to go into Jerry Jones, he's going into the <laughs> Ring of Honor. Since he announced it, they have not lost a game. So it's like, oh, the curse is lifted. Cowboys fans are happy everywhere. 
Chia Fowler was talking about how the Cowboys looked offensively, distributing the ball, the balance, the, the, the complimentary football, as Mike McCarthy puts it. I want to know, guys, because you guys play football, and, and Eric played some football in high school. Soccer. What <laughs> that was doesn't it? count. That doesn't count. <laughs> what did y'all think when you saw Mike McCarthy fresh off of a, 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 a got his appendix taken yeah. out, mm -hmm. standing there on the sidelines calling plays? Well, I thought it was fantastic that he's out there, and he wanted to be out there. And I think team is in such a good rhythm. You have won so many games. You've been doing so well. And then what are the haters going to say? Hey, you win games. You're supposed to win the games you're supposed to win. Yeah. So it's not your fault that they, they put the schedule on, on the piece of paper and you got to play those teams. So uh, for him to be out there, I think it was a, it's really a motivation for the players to saying, hey, even a coach just had surgery 48 hours ago, he's out here. Yeah. Shoot, if I had surgery 40 hours, would I be out here? So <laughs> right. that really gives them how, how this team is thinking as a, as a group, and it was a great decision by the coach to be there. What were you thinking, Nate? You, uh, saw man, on the you know, it's a lot of emotions for me. You know, mm -hmm. I'm old school, hard, hardcore. I mean, I've seen dudes play with the pinkies cut off with, you know, oh, bad yeah. knees and his knees wrapped up. You're talking about Ronnie Lott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, 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 this was Coach's chance to show, fellas, what I asked of you, I'm going to give. And when he when he did that, I'm like, yo, that that's something Jimmy would have pulled back mm -hmm. in the day. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I loved it, uh, and I think Dak needed that. To, oh yeah. To be with uh, his coach in this kind of mix to see how things go. Yeah, Coach McCarthy proved that he is built Ford tough, and <laughs> and tore it off. Oh my god. Hell of a drug. Uh, Jerry loves you, that one. I mean, yeah, thank <laughs> you. Jerry loves that plug. Let me know when you need a new truck. All right. <laughs> you got it, baby. <laughs> Yeah, McCarthy looked great out on the sideline. He call, I thought he called a great game. Anybody that was concerned, in my mind, that was concerned about, okay, the transition from Kellen Moore. And also, don't forget that Dak also had the quarterback's coach. That Both of them you know, moved on. And you have Mike McCarthy calling these plays for Dak. So Dak didn't have his comfort level for the last few years. It seems like everything is going well. And I also noticed they started running the ball more in this game to start the game off. I noticed, you know, you get the chunk plays, but did y'all notice what I noticed? It seemed like let's just punish these Eagles since they've had a tough schedule and even had to go into overtime the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the, the, the thing that was so amazing about that is they they didn't run straight. Like first game, we ran straight at these guys. Don't uh -huh. go into their strength. He was like right outside the guards, right outside the tackle. Then they hit him with that reverse with uh with, with Turpin. And yeah. Boy, that, that, that made the difference there, man. Yeah, you always know when you play the game of football, and late in the season, it's a copycat league, right? He's got exposed a week before by San Fran, and guess what? Now we're gonna, we did the exact same thing, just run the ball. Let them stop you first before, before you do anything else. So, But uh, running the ball is a key. I don't care what level you play. Right. Yeah. You've got to run the football, and I think that gives a lot of confidence for the Cowboys. You've got to run the football to win the games, especially in December and January if you want to make them the ultimate goal, you got to yeah. run the ball. Oh, I, I got to ask you a defensive question real quick about, about the yeah. game. Because you are not only a former great Cowboys linebacker that win, but you were also an assistant coach on the defense. It seemed to me, it seemed like Marquise Bell, who's having a hell of a year, mm -hmm. it seemed like, as a linebacker, it seemed like he was spying Jalen Hurts. And it seemed like those kind of things were working. With the Cowboys defense playing the way you would have done it, well, I think uh, Dan Quinn has done a fantastic job. So Injury-wise, you, you look at the season, when you begin the season, I always talk about the, the levels of players. If you have a dominant level play at all three levels, you're going to have a good team, right? Mm -hmm. You got Diggs, you got Parson, and you got um, Lawrence, Tan. Yeah. So we do have a great all three level, but guess what? Parson is more of a defensive end than linebackers, if you guys right. all agree. 
But it goes back to me when I look at Dan Quinn and the defense this past year. It reminds me of the Belichick when he made New England change to a three, kind of a right. kind of a a, a, a three-wide receiver, 11 right. personnel, one right. tight end running back offense where other team had just from you know, really mm-hmm. the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. So this guy's integrating this up. If you watch the Cowboys, they're freaking, I don't know how many percent, I bet you it's a yeah. high percentage of cover one. And they're bringing five, they're bringing six, and guess what? Bell, Kirst are modified linebackers. Yeah, they are. That's, Just that's really, they boys. can cover, they can run, and they can fit enough where, hey, there's enough disru- disruption in the front line mm-hmm. that get the linebacker's got to fit where he needed to make the play. And I think that's what's a phenomenal job. Just me watching, you don't have a number one linebacker, but you have multiple guys that are athletic enough and skilled enough that, hey, we can still make plays, and they're physical enough as well. Hey, you, know, you know, Chris, I want to say this right quick. Like, I hope that the Jonathan Hankins injury. That's why I was going to go with this. Us. That's why I was going I'm with this. I'm praying that do not – this dude is an integral part of what we do. That that you one know. technique. Yeah. yeah. That big yeah. boy in the middle, that run stuff with the yeah. big butt. They, they <laughs> toss these running backs around. I don't know if he got a big gut or a big butt. But <laughs> Both. But it's big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I remember I used to get thrown th- – when I saw him on the ground, I, I was like, ooh, wee, that's what I used to look like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, linebackers love those big butts out there. Like, run. Yeah, 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 so he's got this high ankle sprain. He might be out for a while, which yes. means Mozzie Smith, the number one pick, he's been working his way into it. Now, I've learned from just last year alone with the wide receiver, uh, Jaden, was it Jaden? Uh, Jalen Tolbert. Jalen Tolbert. Yes. I, I'm like, this guy right here. And all of a sudden he shows up. It took, it took him a while. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not totally dismissing Mozzie, but Mozzie's going to have to step it up now, right? Well, well, and I, you know, Broadus and all the guys that we, we rap, we talk, we mm-hmm. listen to one another. This kid got to almost study snap counts. Yeah. Somehow, somewhere, he's got to get a jump. Yeah. And I try to tell everybody during training camp, I say, fellas, it ain't going to work. And it, because give me a strong guy, and that's all he is. He don't get off the ball on time. Mm-hmm. He's not reading ahead of him. You know, I can give mm-hmm. him some. Okie doke and mess him all up. Mm-hmm. And he's finally learning. If he play eight plays, he'll have four where he gets off the ball and does what he's supposed to do. And he and he makes an impact. But he'll have those four plays. That's what where, Broaddus was saying. Uh, where it, it, it looks bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you're like, wow, kid. Remember the good plays. And eliminate these bad plays. Mm-hmm. And he can easily be a starter on the first two downs. Easily. If he was just... I'm, I'm, even if you got to almost jump offside, we don't want him to do that. Right. Because the games are getting tighter and tighter. But you got to start studying snap counts. You got to give something that comes give you an edge. Yeah. He's got to do the his own version of what the Eagles do with their tackles, getting right. off a, a tick That's early. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. He's got to find a way to do that defensively. Yes, okay. yes. Revolutionize the thing, Mozzie. I'm going to bring this up to you before we go into this break. We've got a couple of minutes here. Okay. How old are you, Eric Chiafala? 29. I'll be 30 next month. Okay. He's 29 years old. I don't know if y'all heard this story about what happened to the game uh, on Sunday night or, yeah, Sunday night when the Cowboys played. How come uh, A.J. Brown told Stephon Gilmore, you an old man? <laughs> poked <laughs> the bear. There, yeah, he poked the bear. And Stephon wore him out, probably was the MVP for the mm-hmm. defense because he was making plays, punching the ball out. He was, he was traveling with uh, A.J. Brown. You don't? I'm just saying this to you because you're the youngest one on this panel. <laughs> As Barely. me and Dak and Nate stare you down. Don't you never 
underestimate old man strength. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right, man. I need to stop. Uh, I need to stop crushing Broadus so much for his old age. Exactly. That you know about Broadus. About. But what did y'all think about the way Stephon Gilmore played? Because this man was defensive player of the year, 2017, no, uh, I, I believe. I thought he was a great pickup in the He's only season. 31, yeah, by the and, way. Yeah, and he's he's just crafty, right? The guy Very just crafty. understand. He knows. You know, begin the season. Somebody might have questioned, "Hey, is he doing what he's doing?" Is he doing good enough or are we overpaying? Well, guess what? He's, he's, this is the time when you shine, right? This mm -hmm. is the time when you need him in December. And he got the experience. Now, this guy's a great player. He understands everything about formation, player. It's a great for Bland, great yes. for Diggs to learn, even though as good as Diggs is. He's, guy, their, he's, their, he's a mentor. They're his mentors. He's yes. a mentor, yeah. He's mentors, yeah. He looked really, really good out there. Bland was there. He did just – I don't think they got – Three passes completed on his guy, but they weren't throwing at him. They kept trying to poke the bear. Mm. And uh, Stephon Gilmore showed out, didn't he? Yeah, he did a nice job, and he's so soft-spoken, man. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, he's and quiet I, as a mouse. I, I kind of misjudged him because you, you see as the season was progressing, anything with motion or something, they run something behind the formation, he's like he was, like he was struggling. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess he was just bored. <laughs> you, know, you know, I guess, you know, he, it, it wasn't a challenge to him. No, you, know, you know, guys caught a couple of balls, but, you know, and I don't think so much that guy poking the bear as they came to him in the week saying, hey, man, how do you feel about what we saw what you did last week against D DK Metcalf? Yeah. How would you like, you know, if we – To Brown, know, yeah. Yeah, and I think they're going to pick their spots. It ain't mm -hmm. going to be something every week. It's just they're going to pick their spots. And uh, th this shows – Deron Bland, how far he really has to go. Exactly. And speaking of how far they have to go, I want to ask y'all coming out of this break, when we come back, who y'all think have been the three biggest stars of the team so far this year and how far they need to go? That's next on Cowboys Crosstalk.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Live. Back, back to back. Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk. Yeah, check this out. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. At SWBC, customized solutions for individuals and businesses are just a click away. Visit SWBC.com to learn more and start your next adventure. I'm Chris Arnold, along with the three-time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton, our special guest, Cowboys legendary linebacker. Yes, sir. That win. That win. And from 105.3 The Fan, my partner in crime, Mr. Eric Chiafala from the G-Back Nation. Yes. We thank all the Cowboy fans for joining us here at Cowboys Club. And, Dad, I, I've been meaning to ask you for, I don't know, look, you know, we all go way back. But I talked to Dak, I don't know, two or three times a year or something, just yeah. out of the blue. He texts me or we call or something. I've been meaning to ask you. I know you've been to the Ford Center where they where they're practicing there. Yes. When you walk in the building, your name is above the entrance. <laughs> what what did you think when you first saw that and how do you feel to have your name when people first walk into the Ford Center, they see that win right up there? Well, it's truly an honor, obviously, to um be recognized, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm just fortunate to um, had a chance. I, I don't know. My kids kind of think it's funny. You know, they walk in. I'm like, hey, Dad, what you doing up there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they were a little bit young and they, they didn't get to see me play when I was here. But but what's funny is that it's it's all truly an honor. I think you go through life, you go through your career, and and when you get recognized for something, it's, it's really a, a it's it's a lot of gratitude. Did you know they were going to do it, or did you just see it when you walked in? I remember they called one time and said, hey, is there any way you have a um, – can we call uh, who to get a picture of your high school? Because I played high school in Texas, and, right. and I was really fortunate to play all three levels in the state of Texas. But uh, So when they gave me that number, and I didn't think nothing of it, and then all of a sudden that was that picture was, was brought in the, in the fourth center. Look out, look out. You mentioned all three levels. For those who don't know, he also played linebacker at Texas A&M. Wrecking so crew. The question we have for you is, how much did you chip in to pay out Jimbo? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't touching that. <laughs> All I can I say is A&M <laughs> – A&M is making strides, and I think y'all got a good one. That coach from Duke. You, yes, he you does. Elko, Mike, yeah, Mike Elko is a good coach. He's been there, obviously, with, a, with A&M and with, with Jimbo in the past right. before he went to Duke. So um, I think we, we, we got what, the best we can. Very nice, very nice. Well, let's talk more about these Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys, again, have won 10 games now. They're 10-3, just like the Eagles are 10-3, just like the 49ers are 10-3. But for those who have not been keeping up, the number one seed is – the San Francisco 49ers. The number two seed is the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. Mm -hmm. And they're the, put it like this. For those who don't know, the way it plays out, the Cowboys could win out. But if the Eagles win out, the Eagles still win the NFC East mm. because they got the tiebreaker, not because of head-to-head because -head, they split. The tiebreaker is Cowboys lost to the damn Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals yeah. So that conference loss has got them, even though they have three losses apiece, have them 
kind of behind the Eagles. And by the way, if the Eagles were to win, Dad, when was the last year you played for the Cowboys? Uh, 2005. The last time somebody won back-to-back in the NFC East was 2004. Isn't that crazy? Wow. It's one of the most crazy stats in pro football that nobody can win this division back-to-back. The Eagles did it in 2003, 2004. Donovan McNabb was the quarterback. But since you've been retired, nobody has done this. It's insane. It's insane. I think the Eagles could stumble. They got a game on Monday Night Football against Seattle. What do you think, Nate? Do you think the Seattle, if Geno comes back, they got a chance against the Eagles? Or do you think the Eagles are not going to lose three games in a row? Uh, I just, uh, with, the, with, with that team there, uh, they just lacking confidence. That's all uh, the Seahawks are lacking. They mm. got skill. Yeah, they, they, got, mm-hmm. they got offense line that can run the ball. They just lacking confidence. When you lack that confidence, man, you're just an average yeah. team. What do you think, Dad? Well, I think it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. I, I think Sam, Philadelphia is good enough that they're not going to try to lose more and more games. I think they're going to try to – they're going to find a way to start winning it back in that other column, the winning column. But um, it's going to be hard for Seattle, Seattle to win, even though it's going to be a primetime game, it's going to be a big game, just like they showed up with the Cowboys, right? Whoever right. thought – we thought we were going to be, what, 10-point uh, favorite to right. win. and. It went down to the wire. So Yeah. So, so Eric, what do you think about the Philadelphia Eagles? Are they for real? I, I'll give you a stat that people look at to say, is this team real? When I say real, can they go back to the Super Bowl, represent the NFC? They've been behind the last six games in a row at halftime. Yeah, and, and that's so much different than what they were last year. Last year they were playing with leads. They'd get to the half, and they'd be up, and then they'd milk the lead and cruise to victory. This year it's been very different. Their offense, slow starting, much more slow-paced, and, and, and really their, their defense is a huge issue. I mean, this is not a championship-level defense. Worst on third down, one of the worst in the red zone. You can't do that. And when, when your team is built to have a great pass rush, and then all of a sudden your pass I rush can. isn't there, where do you turn? You didn't invest in the secondary. You didn't invest in the linebacker. You were depending on that front four to make up for those inefficiencies on the second and third level, and now you're not getting that. And so they're going to have to, like, sort of like the Cowboys, bye week, let's change this offense. Right. They're going to have to figure something out with their defense for sure because you're not winning championships like mm-hmm. that. So check this out. The Eagles, like I said, they just got to put together the winning streak and win out, and they win the East. For the Dallas Cowboys, they have to win out, but they got to have some help not from the Eagles losing the game. Here's the tricky part. It's not the Cowboys went out and went four in a row. If they went out, that means the Cowboys would have won nine in a row. Gentlemen, have you ever won <laughs> nine in a row? I think you? Uh, no, I haven't. But <laughs> I lost know. nine in a row. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you, that, you had some five and eleven years. That, I remember that. That, that one, that one, what, ten, nine, eleven in a row. row. That's right. Yeah. So he he's experienced. The, the, the thing is, you you're at a you're at a point now where none of that matters. All what it's about now is what's below this floor mm-hmm. and what those guys are thinking in their heart. Uh, the reason that you heard me say uh, when they lost to Philadelphia, I said they got to win six straight. Yep. Everybody started laughing. Uh-huh. They well, won five now. This is they why sure I believe this is if they can beat Buffalo, it tells me mm-hmm. that not only can they beat a good team, and I don't, I don't think Philly is great right now. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. But you'll come back and you'll play a, 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 a team that's only giving up 18.8 uh, points a game. And, and, and so that'll tell me, can your offense travel on the road? And if you beat Buffalo, that tells me that you can move farther in the mm-hmm. playoffs. See, to, yeah. to be able to win 
at home, just in case, what, what if we do have a home game? The next one going to be on the road. Right. So learn to win game by game. And quit worrying about the future. Mm-hmm. Win game by game, and you'll be okay. See, you brought up something really nice, and I'm glad you brought this up. You're talking about the guys that are below. Yeah. For those who have never been out here to the star at the Cowboys Club, we are located right up above the Cowboys locker room. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you look out that window, you see the practice field, right? Right. And Eric and Dak, when you look out of that practice field, you see some goalposts, right? Yes, sir. Yes. Those gold posts probably weigh a couple of tons, don't they? No, I don't know. Not well, they're the thousands of pounds. At least yeah, a thousand. Uh, for sure. Yeah. They don't move around like these fans be moving the gold posts <laughs> when they talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> See how to say that? that. So, so, gentlemen, my question for you is, they beat the team with the best record in the league, the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Nobody had won 10 until the Eagles. Eagles did it first and the 49ers in second. The 49ers are arguably the best team in the league because they've beaten the Cowboys and the Eagles. And when they're healthy, they just punish everybody. My question for y'all is, and and Nate brought it up, Cowboys have won 15 home games in a row. But if things play out the way both teams are going and the Eagles keep winning, the Cowboys are going to have to hit the road. How important is it for them to start establishing themselves on the on the road? They've only got two more road games. No, well, I think it's going to be established. Oh, three rather, three rather. Yeah, from now on, they're going to say, hey, we're going to be war, war, mentality. Right? We're going to win the games at home. Mm-hmm. It seems like that we've been winning games, and, and they just play so much better at home. So I think the mentality has to switch here the last four games of the season and just go, hey, we're going to be road warriors. In order to, to win, to make it to the Super Bowl, we've got to go through Philly and eventually go through San Fran. So yep. it's not going to be here in Dallas. So we're going to – We'll hope it is, but more likely, the way it looks, that you'll be, you have that mentality. And I think what helps the Cowboys is that the defense, with the injury to Diggs, injury to Hake, uh, to, to uh, the linebacker. LB, LBE. Yeah. So Late Vanish. Yeah. And then, so you've been filling guys in. Yeah. And you still are dominating. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so neat about this team is that his next man up mentality, to me, from afar, looking in. And right, as long as you have that, you talk about, Red zone defense, you're talking about they have all that. We're number one defense in the National Football League, and they play well together and they gel together. That's really the, the most important. You won Super Bowls. Your Nate. defense were all top five, I think, right. in all those Nate. times when you yes. won Super Bowl. So that's, that's give you a chance. Gives you a chance. So, so Eric, <clears throat> can this team transfer this home field? I mean, they're a juggernaut at home. Like I mentioned earlier, first team in NFL history to win uh, to score over 30 points a game, their first seven home games, can they transfer that over over to, to the road games? I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about just Buffalo. I'm talking about road games, period. Mm. For sure, for sure. And I do think you're about to get a great test here, Buffalo and Miami back-to-back, two solid teams. And I think the, the weather will be a little bit more of a factor this week. And I think that's the one thing, you know, that this team needs to do to, to level up the last really level of this, other than beating San Francisco, which is a beast of itself for this team. But, yeah, doing it consistently on the road. And Dak in inclement weather, a little bit cold, a little bit wet. How do you play? Can you continue to play this way? I'm more confident than ever because of the process of this offense Mm. and it's not just hey our guys are better than yours and that's what it's been for the last few years and we can just beat you that way and then you go up against a better team and your coaches aren't really helping you offensively Dak on third and long can you bail us out all game Mm. we need you now he's got an offense that is is, that is in place for him and everyone to succeed and I think that travels that travels we're gonna find out and by the way coming up next we're gonna talk about what Las Vegas thinks who they think are the two Super Bowl favorites the two teams that should be going where Dak is in the MVP conversation 
and just how far you guys think they can go up against Buffalo. That's next on Cowboys Crosstalk. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To Back. Dallas Back. Cowboys Crosstalk. Check this out. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Jack Black. Want to use what the pros use? Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of your Dallas Cowboys. Visit getjackblack.com today. 
I'm Chris Arnold, along with the three-time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton, our special guest, legendary Cowboys linebacker, Dat Win. Dat Win. And <laughs> my partner in crime from 105.3 The Fan and the G-Bag Nation, Eric Chiafalo. Chiafalo. Gentlemen, I teased in the break that Las Vegas has put out the odds. The Cowboys. Tease in Las Vegas. Tease. Mm. Okay, go on. Yeah, the tease. <laughs> 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 Las Vegas is yeah. saying there are two teams that they think are headed to the Super Bowl at this point. The Cowboys' odds, by the way, are the same that they've been for weeks now. It's 10 to 1. But the two favorites, does anybody want to take a guess at who the two favorites to represent their conferences in the Super Bowl are, according to Las Vegas, as we speak? San Francisco First seems goal, obvious. obvious. San Francisco's there. Okay, San is Francisco, that that's correct from the NFC. Who are, they, who are they picking to represent the AFC after all the of Ravens. these injuries? The Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. You're right. Wow. It is the Ravens. That's good. Baltimore and San Francisco. They are silently playing football, bro. Yes, oh, they, they are. are. Yeah. And so I'm going to say this right quick. Like the last year you was talking about translating them 30 points a game to the road. Yeah. Never look at it that way. On the road, all you need is one point. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. No matter how ugly, how bad, or how good it looks. That's true. All you need is one point because you coming home. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got to remember, Dorothy's coming home. Right. So just one point. Surviving just clicking those heels. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just forget Are you familiar win. with the Wizard of Oz? Because that's what he's talking about. Oh, okay. Appreciate that. We ain't talking Dorothy T's Vegas, okay? <laughs> that's my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you're exactly right about that. And with that being said, <clears throat> did y'all know on the schedule on Christmas Day, the Ravens take on the 49ers. Oh, wow. Oh, that's sweet. Wow. Isn't that something? That's it's sweet. almost a preview of what the Super Bowl could be. Who would you like right now, as we speak, to be who, to win that game on Christmas? I always go. I'm an NFC man through and through. I don't care. Mm -hmm. It could be the ugly Eagles or the sorry behind uh, Giants. <laughs> I'm going NFC. NFC. You just, you just yeah. pull, pull for your conference. Yeah, yeah. I see. You, I have to, you have the San Francisco. You know, I, yeah. and I, unless it's Mahomes, unless it's old crybaby Mahomes. <laughs> you know, he has I apologized. Love I love him. You know what's crazy about Baltimore? It's kind of interesting because they they have been a chip on the shoulder the whole year. Yeah, right? Nobody buddy. really gave uh -huh. him a chance, right? Yeah. You got the Bengals, you got the Kansas City, you got Buffalo. And Miami really, jumped on the scene. And that's right. And then now here comes Baltimore. I don't know. They just find a ways to win games. They I guess. ten and three. Yeah. Yeah, they ten and three. They are looking good, and it's all Lamar Jackson because he's been healthy. Yes, yeah, and that's huge. And I think that's one of the reasons why people doubt the Ravens because over the years they have good regular seasons. Right. There's MVP Lamar, and then playoff time he's he hurt. gets banged up, mm -hmm. and, and it doesn't really work out for him. So I think that's part of it for sure. And then losing Mark Andrews is huge at tight end, uh, but they, they haven't really missed a beat yet. Uh, so we'll see how they continue evolve that way. And quiet as it's kept, OBJ's been having a nice season. Oh, he's came <laughs> on the last four games. Mm -hmm. Last four games. Who would have knew? Oh, oh, yeah, but it's still one for here. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't no, no, he wasn't going to fit for the Cowboys. Yeah. Last year, that was like some just some entertainment when he came through. Yeah, just like your Shaq guy. Yeah, yeah, Shaq Leonard. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to say this again. I was giving you your props a couple yeah. of days ago. Nate was saying this two weeks ago when we were talking about Shaq Leonard. Is he going to go to Philadelphia? Is he going to go to the Cowboys? Nate was saying this right on this show. The man got cut and got paid because they couldn't play him. He wants to play. Mm. Philadelphia can let him play 
down here, Dan Quinn's just having a rotation. Yeah. He ain't yeah. coming here. Mm-hmm. Nate was adamant about it. He's like, why are we having this conversation? And Nate Newton was correct. He was exactly correct on that one. Yes. So let's go back to uh, Lamar Jackson. Dak Prescott and, and uh, Brock Purdy are the favorites right now MVP. in the MVP race. I think people are sleeping on Lamar Jackson. What do y'all mm. think? I mean, I think it's fair. Uh, I, I think it's and fair again, to say that And again, I think it's Dak's to lose. I, I love Dak. I want him to win it. But I'm thinking y'all sleeping on, on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, if he goes on a run right now, uh, I mean, we've seen him do it before. He can really take over. Mm-hmm. So if that's going to happen and, and, and if he does it versus a team like the Niners on Christmas Day for the world to see and he's the one seed in the see, AFC, there you go. Yeah, that's then, a I mean, point. Yeah. Like, there's, a, there's a place where, where that can happen. Who votes for this? Uh, I think they, the media votes. It's a lot of media I want to say the media votes. It. It Maybe some front <laughs> office people. It's never the players. players well, he, he's electrified. The kid's unbelievable. Everybody knew how he can throw the ball and run the ball. He's just another, you know, to defend him as a defender. I always think of a quarterback. I was like, you defend him. It's just such a, you know, it's a hard task, right? You know, right. He can run the ball, and if he gets a first down, especially when the third, third and, and a few yards or whatever he gets, when that's a new series. And those kills defense, and where Purdy – you kind of contain him a little bit, even though he's so accurate. The kids are accurate, and Dak is having a phenomenal year. I think the 49ers get such on this? I think it's I want the, media. the media. I want to assist the media. But I, I want to say that for Brock Purdy, as, as much as I like his game, I really do think he's got players on his squad that are so significant, mm. like, like Christian McCaffrey. And you mentioned so Debo. So Alabama yeah. this man. Yeah, and you throw in, you throw in uh, I can't stand Alabama. And by the way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got talent. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and, and, the, and the defense for San Francisco is so good. It reminds me about how, Nate, when you were playing with Troy, Troy was never getting the MVP conversation. He said, oh, if you got Michael Irvin and Emmitt back there, that defense for Charles Haley, they was never giving yeah. Troy his credit till he retired. So, so who, I'm thinking. Who, 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 who voting on this? <laughs> <laughs> Does I think the media and those coaches? guys in the press box. Does the I coaches believe. vote too, though? I they think the coaches might. I, have, yeah, I, I, I can't remember. All I know is the NFL honors are the night before the Super Bowl. The only reason Dak won't get it is because the media it. has to vote. Yeah. This is the guy. If this, if this had a percentage of players or a percentage mm. of coaches, Dak could possibly, if they went out, stand an uh, opportunity. But they're going to give it to uh, Brock, uh, either the kid for the Ravens. I mean, because. You know, I, I, I understand the bias. Right. I mean, we this is a PR machine. Yes. Whether we're one in fifteen, whether we're uh, well, not one in fifteen, but one, one in sixteen. Sixteen. Now. Yeah. You know, yeah. either sixteen and one. Yeah. That's what it would take for him to win it. He got to win out for, mm. for because it's to show you, you correct know. to show you how correct you are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all heard what Aaron Rodgers said about how he loves the way Dak Prescott. Ready, playing. ready. He loves to watch him, you know, and and the reason and he broke it down so well. He said, you know, I don't know if people are hating on him because his high profile position being the yeah. quarterback for the Cowboys. He says it's kind of like you're the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. You know, it's a traditional position that mm. all eyes are on. He said, but I just enjoy watching him because I can see him with his breakdown of progressions. I can see how he moves the tight end around. He's breaking down in nuances. And he's talking as a quarterback, quarterback yeah. the things that he sees that Dak sees on the defense and changing his and making the audibles. He said, it is a pleasure watching him do these things. So I'm like, if people would watch that tape 
of Aaron Rodgers explaining why Dak Prescott is, is playing so well right now, you know, you know, maybe they would give him a shot at this. But like Nate is saying, the Cowboys as an organization are a lightning rod. Mm. They're the team you either love to love or your the team hate. you love to hate. You know, it took an act of Congress for Emmett to get it. Yeah, can really? You, can you imagine a team that's got five or six Super Bowls, I don't know how many All-Pros and Hall of Famers, and not one MVP? Mm. So some things to me are just and obvious. And it was the last one, by the way. Yeah. Some things to me are just obvious. So I don't, I don't get hype. I don't, I, don't, I don't get hype, and I'm glad Dak don't get hype. Right. He, yeah. Dak says over and over again, I'm not going to treat it any differently. He said, All I'm he said, when people say, oh, you've been playing so well, or are you getting this MVP attention? Has he, he goes, seen what we done, says, done to him? Yeah, he says, he said, I'm not changing. I know. He says, I write my own script. Yeah. He says, I'm not going to change the way I do what I do just because more people are recognizing what I do. He said, all this means that I, is that I'm playing well, which mm. means we're playing well mm. and we've got bigger goals. Yeah, I, I just believe that uh, the league, I, I'll give you an example. We had a kid, didn't line up, his name Tobert, I think, lined up offside last year. Yeah, Jalen okay. Tobert, the wide receiver, no, nobody, the Green Bay game. Nobody said nothing. Mahomes, the greatest quarterback in the league, yes, he is. went ballistic. And you just, I, I couldn't believe the people that wanted to get behind him for a guy lining up all sides. Even though that was the right call. <laughs> Even though it was the right call. So I'm saying to myself, this don't add up. Yeah. You know, this, this, this don't add up. So what makes me have faith in, in that the media will say, hey, Dak's that, the MVP? Yeah, if, oh, if he yeah. deserved it. Yeah, no, I mean, ha hating on the Cowboys has been proven to be good for it's business, a sport. Yeah, for individuals, sure. it's you know. A sport. So it, and, and so many media members are so entrenched in their yeah. whatever they their narrative about Dak has yes. been over their career, and they want to be right, and so they will just forget what they're seeing in order to maintain the take. And to yeah. some extent, I can agree with that, baby. I'm looking, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at Scooney. I was like, man, we don't need to throw Scooney the ball anymore. Yeah. Next thing I know, he's catching a touchdown. Right. I'm like, damn, okay. My, 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 I guess my, I got to change it. My, my thing is this, you know, you know, I've always, and anybody that's done shows with me, I don't like but one Dak. You know, I didn't like Dak last year. I didn't like Dak the year before, and I didn't like Dak the year before. People say, why? Because I didn't see the Mississippi Dak. Mm. Mississippi I State, didn't see, yeah. yeah. I didn't see the two first years of uh -huh. Dak. Dak, just my opinion, fat offense lineman, Dak is a hell of an athlete that can throw the ball very well. Mm -hmm. Is he the talented arm? That the Herbert or the kid Buffalo got or what they got Patton in Holmes. the Bengals of home. No. No. But Not he can throw the ball well enough to make to make his connections. And when he's playing football, not I ain't talking about running for first down, but when mo he's moving around, he's like a work of art. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we've seen that for the last six weeks. Yes. Don't try to make him sit back in the pocket and just get nailed. Mm -hmm. Now, people are like, man, you hate Dak. No, 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 no. No, I hate that Dak. Right. This you know, deck, this deck, this know. deck is figuring some things out, and that's yeah. why Aaron Rodgers also ready, ready. This, that's right. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> by the way, Nate, you got three Super Bowl rings. Yes, I'm sir. gonna bring this up because everybody's infatuated with the 49ers because of Eagles lost now, and yeah. oh, the 49ers are the team to be, and they can't do no wrong. You got three Super Bowl rings. What was what year was your last Super Bowl ring? Oh man, what 2000? No, no, no. Yes, I mean, Super Bowl ring. Oh. 
I don't remember, bro. It was like 95. It's been so long. I don't even remember. A lot of, a lot of collisions. Everybody can, I'm bringing this up because we're going to talk about the Cowboys and Buffalo in a minute, but I got to close this out because I mentioned the Super Bowl odds are the 49ers and the Ravens. Right. 49, you know, Cowboy fans and the Cowboy haters say, well, the Cowboys ain't won a Super Bowl in 30 years, right? Right, well, right. Mm-hmm. 49ers ain't won a Super Bowl since the 90s either. They have not won the Super Bowl since Deion Sanders was playing for the 49ers. Wow. People forget that. No, They're so no, they busy don't. hating on the Cowboys, Cowboys yeah. they forget the 49ers ain't done it. Yeah, the 49ers have been to the Super Bowl, but they ain't won, won it. it. Coming up next, Cowboys versus Buffalo. That's a team y'all beat in the Super Bowl. Just think Philly had Rocky as they go. <laughs> <before they won. laughs> next wow. on Cowboys Crosstalk. They had Rocky. <laughs> <laughs>
Back, back to back, Dallas back, Cowboys back. Crosstalk. Yeah, check this out. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. At SWBC, customized solutions for individuals and businesses are just a click away. Visit SWBC.com to learn more and start your new adventure. Chris Arnold, along with three-time Super Bowl champion Nate Newton. Yes, sir. Our special yes, guest, sir. legendary linebacker, Dat Wynn. And my partner in crime from 105 Feet of Fan and the G-Bag Nation, Eric Chiafalo. Yes, sir. We got to talk about the Cowboys versus Buffalo. And this is not the first time the Cowboys ever played against Buffalo. Nate, you've had some great mm. matchups against the Buffalo Bills. In fact, in a couple of Super Bowls. And that, before we get into your matchups <laughs> with the Buffalo Bills, I was talking to Dad before the show started. Dad, you not only played against Buffalo, but I know you coached against Buffalo because I was I've, I've covered since 1980 all these Cowboys games, and right. so I remember we were talking about we went up to Buffalo and the memorable game, the Monday Night Football game oh. when we Romo threw a couple of those pick two six. pick sixes. Yeah. Tony overcame himself yeah. to win that game in overtime. Yeah, they, Nick, Nick Folk, Folk, Nick hit Folk a couple they could have iced him with the 53-yard field goal. He was a rookie. Yeah, and you were coaching. You were assistant coaching. coaching. Yeah, yeah, I was up there. I'm enjoying. I was enjoying the. Inside weather, yeah, yeah, it was it was, a little, it was bristy that night. Yeah, it was cold. It was, you know, so, you know, so crazy because because uh, they're talking about the weather this Sunday in Buffalo. Uh, I've heard that it's only going to be in the fifties and it's going to be in the daytime, so it's not going to be as mm. bad. When when Dad and I went up there on that game, it was a nice autumn Monday night football, football. game, but in the afternoon it was just beautiful. The trees are turning. The <laughs> fans, the, the Bills, Mafia, oh, they were wow. all, when the buses, this is not like Philadelphia where the fans be throwing eggs and stuff. They were, the buses was going down the street and everybody's just waving. It's like a parade, man. It's like it was, a parade. Yeah, yeah, it was I was pretty like, amazing. Man, it's like a little small community, almost like Green Bay. So, Except they jump through tables that are lit on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, Bills Mafia. Change a little bit more. <laughs> so, so, Nate, back when you guys beat the Buffalo Bills in two Super Bowls in a row, what was, what was your memories of playing the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl? Uh, just how, how many great players they had offensively and defensively, yeah, buddy. man. Mm. So, uh, a lot of them in the Hall of Fame. You know, now. It, the thing that makes you laugh is you, you, you know, you, you Bruce Smith was leading that party, and, oh, man. and you look back and and uh, everybody believed in us so much, man. But at, we as players were like, uh-uh, fellas, let's don't slip. You know, let's don't give them an inch because. These guys had the talent. That every, you know, it's all about momentum and, and confidence. If you gave them the momentum and the confidence, these guys could run away with Reed and what was the nice running back they had? Thurman uh, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Man, Jim, Jim Kelly. Kelly. Bruh. Yeah. Yeah. They had a squad, man. Yeah, Andre and, Reed, that receiver you yeah, were talking about? They, yeah, they, they can bring it. So it, 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 was, it was intense for me because, you know, their defense line was nice. That team had went to four consecutive Super Bowls and people act like they weren't any good. Mm. They went to no team in history has gone to four straight Super Bowls and their very first one against the, the Giants. If it wasn't for a missed field goal, goal yeah. to me, they would have been the Atlanta Braves of the 90s because the Braves won a, a World Series, but nobody calls them losers. Mm. But yeah, the, the Buffalo Bills have a history. And the last couple of years, they've been very talented and people were favoring them to go to the Super Bowl. Right now, they've kind of got a They've been struggling a little bit, even though they won that game in Kansas City, Eric. 
Yeah, yeah, and that, that was this a big year. win for them, for sure, for sure. And now they're starting to get it together offensively. They move on from Ken Dorsey. They bring in Joe Brady. He was the guy that was calling plays. Uh, actually, he wasn't calling plays, but he was the titled offensive coordinator for the Joe Burrow LSU dominant mm-hmm. title run. Mm-hmm. New age, young offensive mind. They're doing some different things, getting the backs involved in the passing game. That's nice. But that's still a very talented team. Uh, they've got, they, they've taken some lumps, but th- it's desperate team now. I mean, every game's a playoff game for them. And so with Josh Allen, still one of the best quarterbacks in the league, the way yeah. he can run, it's a challenge, well, I'm man. I'm talented, too. So, so my question, by the way, Buffalo's favored by two and a half points, I think, in this game. Wow. Which basically means it's a toss-up because mm-hmm. home field usually gets about three. Nate, is it the Buffalo offense with Josh Allen that the Cowboys need to more, be more concerned about or, or concerned about themselves and how they play? The, the, the thing here is this kid, this kid is a top five quarterback. Yes, he is. And he mm-hmm. has let himself or the Bills have let him slip all the picks the turnovers yeah Yeah. they they have let this kid slip so the games that they lost go back and look he's thrown two picks in the first quarter it doesn't even get to the second quarter he'll throw two picks and now he'll find the rest of the game he's digging himself Mm -hmm. out while the defense is playing lights out Mm -hmm. if this kid comes out and be a little bit conservative and let his team help him win we're gonna be in for a dog fight but if you get him chirping and talking and he want to do his little backhand flips and mm-hmm. run about 15 yards and then throw the, force the ball in there, we can get him. Dak, uh, Von Miller plays for the Buffalo Bills. Yes. He's healthy. He's a closer. <clears throat> He's a closer. Mm-hmm. And can you talk about the Buffalo Bills defense, but more importantly, what do you think the Bills are going to bring for a home game for them up there? Because well, you know, they, how that, you know they, that environment. Well, I think it's going to be interesting just because how they're going to – defend our offense and we have so many weapons and and it's how we're going to attack them too are we going to come out with 11 personnel we're going to come out with you know 21 whatever we decide to do they got so many talent players you got Oliver you got Von Miller you got yet the the back end is very good too Mm -hmm. the corners are nice so I I think it's going to be a good matchup I I think it's going to be a physical matchup and and for us for the Cowboys they should not change what we've been doing that got you to where you're at you've won five consecutive games You've been doing what you're doing, and offensively, just keep doing what you're doing. But defensively, be ready for more blitzes. And I think I wouldn't doubt they're going to bring more pressure. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. And they're going to try to get the ball out of Dak's hand as soon as they can uh, so the, the DB can make some plays. My question for you, Nate, is do you think that the Bills are more dangerous than Philadelphia, even though I think both teams are just as talented? They're, they're playing on a, uh, with more confidence. Yeah. They got momentum. They, they beat Kansas City They now. beat mm-hmm. Kansas City with those blitzes, yeah. those timely blitzes you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, People, you know, uh, I, I was talking to Jesse Holland. He noticed they play with, with high leverage. That's because they like to rush the pass. You got Linda Floor with nine sacks. You got Ed Oliver with 6.5. They got 42 all together. Uh, now, they're giving up a little bit on the run, uh, average-wise, 4.7, but they're still holding people to 114. Mm-hmm. That's the new NFL. Hold guys around 114. You know, you get a run here, a big run here, a big run there, but as long as you don't give up nothing in the red zone, 18.8 points a game, they ain't giving up nothing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, now they got, what, 12 interceptions, 14 interceptions? Right. So they they, 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 they take advantage. If this team, you know, and I don't, and I don't like to talk, if this late in the season you are who you are, but this team here, if, if their quarterback can get past himself, they're going to be hard to beat, mm-hmm. man. No doubt. So I want some predictions. <laughs> that win – Give me a final score, and what kind of struggle think, do you think this is going to be? I think it's going to be a battle, a defensive battle throughout. I think that we have, obviously, offensive, both explosive offense. There's going to be some explosive plays, but more than likely it's going to be a 
a dogfight. I think Cowboys going to pull it out, 31-28, with Aubrey's field goal to win it. Look out. I was about to bring him up. <laughs> Aubrey may be the new secret weapon, man. This guy has made 30 consecutive field goals. He has not missed a field goal to start his career. Nate, what do you think? I just want to get out of it with a victory. Mm. Don't matter. One Help. point. Health in with a victory because Hankins is a question mark. And so that's yeah. what we do. I want to get out of it with a victory. It, roll wins are victories. Don't look at it nothing more than, than that. Mm -hmm. No score. You don't, just one point. One point, one point You can do whatever you want. Eric Chiafalo. I, I do feel like the, the Cowboys are going to have a great chance here. But with no Hankins, a desperate team, Josh Allen running the way he is, the running quarterbacks, mm -hmm. big-time mm -hmm. challenge. This will be, be the biggest running quarterback challenge they've had all year. They're doing it without Hankins on the road. Maybe it's a little bit rainy. It's cold. What does that do to Dak? I'm just, I'm just betting on the Buffalo Bills find a way to win 28-26. Buffalo Bills. Mm. I do. I'm I telling do. you, man, if that kid, I'm, I'm with you. Josh. If that kid go to rocking, you better look out, man. Yeah, he's got an arm, and he does make big plays over and over again. I'm actually thinking like Dak. I'm think, or that win. I'm thinking that the Dallas Cowboys are going to do what they need to do offensively and the X factor will be butter. Aubrey, that's what <laughs> Dak Prescott calls him, butter, because the man is so smooth. He, he, by the way, became the first player in NFL history last week when he kicked two field goals of over 59 yards, a 59-yarder and a 60-yarder in the same damn game. He made f two more right after that. Mm. And again, it's like, okay, we just counting. He's almost Dan Bailey territory. You know when we talk about <laughs> Dan Bailey because Dan Bailey's so good? I think we might have found another Dan Bailey. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for him to do well. I'm looking for Tony Pollard and, and Rico Gathers to do uh, – not Rico Gathers because he was a tight end back Doddle. Doddle. Rico Doddle to do some damage. And, again, I hope the Cowboys win. We'll see if the Buffalo Bills do. That win. Thanks so much for joining us, Nate Newton. It's always a pleasure. Eric Chiafalo, we got to have you back on again. Next week, come back again right here at the Cowboys Club for Cowboys Crosstalk. I'm Chris Arnold. Y'all have fun and go Cowboys. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here this we go. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?